Welcome back to the Teen Challenger Southern California podcast. Before we get started, we wanted to let you know about a 24-7 prayer and help referral line that Teen Challenger Southern California just launched. No matter what your need is, if you're anxious or worried or stressed, you can call anytime, any day, and a Teen Challenge staff member is there to pray with you. The number is 888-520-0620. Once again, that number is 888-520-0620. We're so glad that you've chosen our podcast today. We know that there's thousands of podcasts that you could be listening to, and you've chosen to listen to ours, and we thank you for that. Up next in this series are the brand new sessions, fresh off the press from our very first Spiritual Emphasis Online. Normally, this is an event that Teen Challenger Southern California hosts yearly at our headquarters in Riverside, where all of our staff and students gather under a tent for three or four days of powerful worship and teaching. But because of what's going on in our world right now, we decided to take the event online and make it a completely virtual event. And what a week it was. We invited the Teen Challenge Centers from around the globe to participate with us. And it was just such a spirit-filled, powerful, life-changing week. We had messages from Don Wilkerson, Jim Cimbala, Nikki Cruz, Gary Wilkerson, and many, many more. Lives were changed forever. Today, you're gonna hear a message that challenges you from Catalin Bachu. Catalin is the Executive Director of Teen Challenge Romania, and the Kingdom of God is advancing powerfully all over Romania because of Catalin's yielded heart to the mission of Christ. One last thing, if you're blessed by these podcasts, don't be shy to tell your friends and family about them. We encourage you to do so. As you listen to these sessions, our prayer is that you would sense God's presence, that you would hear His voice. And most of all, we hope that you're encouraged in the Lord today through these podcasts. Remember to subscribe today to our podcast if you haven't already done it. Be encouraged today. Teen Challenge Southern California. Hello from Romania. For you who don't know me, my name is Catalin. And um, over 17 years ago, I was one guy that came to Teen Challenge Southern California to get inspired. And uh, not only that I got inspired, but I um, became one of those Teen Challenges that you guys adopted, uh, you sacrificed, you did everything to see this ministry thrive in Romania. And I'm here today telling you that after all these years, the Lord has done miracles, miracles here. And um, you are a big part of this. And I, first of all, before I even go to the word, I want to thank you. And I say, I'm just um, excited and so honored to be able to say a few words here at the Spiritual Emphasis. I want to thank Pastor Ron for this opportunity and the entire team of the great staff of Teen Challenge Southern California. And to you students and staff, I love you. And I know you're going to have a great, great time. Although it's going to be a different Spiritual Emphasis, nothing stops God from doing his work in us. Uh, today, I want to just take a look and um, uh, just to encourage you and encourage myself in from one of the most, the Psalms that I love the most is Psalm uh, 34. And uh, the reason I love the most is that uh, in this Psalm, David was in trouble. David was isolated. He was isolated from his family. He was isolated from his friends. He was isolated from his dreams. I mean, he was promised to become the king. And as he over just around 15 years later, he's isolated. He's in trouble. He's in deep trouble. And um, he's by himself. He's in a cave. Um, he just escaped his life uh, uh, from being killed by Philistines. And now he's in this cave. And um, if you'll be you and I, probably we'll just write 
a, po a poem or a, a, a goodbye letter, but he doesn't. He writes some one of the most beautiful psalms, and he writes an encouragement that is so alive and it does so good to our souls even today. So I will um, I will read uh, some of the, the the Psalm 34. I'll start with verse number one. I will exalt the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. I will glory in the Lord. Let the afflicted hear and rejoice. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. These are his words. This is like the first three verses from Psalm 3. And he starts in the middle of trouble, in the middle of isolation, in the middle of rejection. He starts with praise. Yes, because praise has power. The power of praise is so powerful and it cannot be replaced by anything else. It's like turning the switch on when you enter into a room, a dark room. I mean, you can have electricity, you can have a great light bulb, but you got to turn, you got to press the switch to turn to, to, to see the light. And that's what worship does. It's in an inexplicable way, in a, in a powerful way. When you start worshiping the Lord, uh, in spite of what's going on and in spite of the feelings that many times we have, in spite of fears, in spite of troubles, in spite of confusion, in spite of discouragement, you start praising the Lord and something happens. Praise has a way of taking over and fill us with his presence. Nothing uh, uh, can replace praise. That worship of God, it, it's intended not that God has a, you know, uh, image problem that he needs our praise so he can feel better. No, it's actually, it's his design to bless us. It's his design that we will benefit more, most of all from the praising and worshiping him because he's the father and he's a good father and he's, um, uh, he has so many wonderful gifts for us and it starts with worship. So in times of trouble, in times of just, you know, confusion, start with worship. And the secret of worship is actually worship. Sing before you see it. Praise him before you see something concrete. Start with worship. David was in the cave. Nothing was uh, announcing that he will get out of there soon. He starts to exalt the Lord. He said, his praise will always be on my lips. I will glory the Lord. Let the afflicted hear and rejoice. Glorify. And then he says, glorify the Lord with me. There is power in worship. I tell you many times I, I, uh, uh, I'm, I'm going through a hard time, either if it's tiredness, disappointment, uh, whatever it is. I, I don't have a voice, so I don't sing to people. But um, I tell you, I turn on the music and I, I sing uh, and I praise the Lord and my spirit changes. The atmosphere in that car, the atmosphere in that office changes because there is power in the worship. So the power of worship, uh, we, and we, let's never forget that the Lord is the Lord 
overall troubles. It's not, it's not only the Lord in uh, good times uh, when things are going well for us. He is the Lord over all our troubles. And this is a song uh, that proves this in such a powerful way. So verse 4, it says, I thought the Lord and he answered me. I thought, sought the Lord and he answered me. I seek the Lord and he responded. He delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. This poor man called and the Lord heard him. He saved him out of all his troubles. So I'll stop here because this is the power of seeking. This is the second thing we learn from, from David in this song uh, who, who he wrote in times of trouble. He worshiped the Lord and the second thing he did, and I would say again, there's not a certain order, but you can see here, he seek the Lord. There is power in seeking the Lord. Uh, when, uh, and the secret for, for seeking the Lord is always curiosity. Um, I wouldn't be here today speaking and living uh, and, and serving the Lord um, if he wouldn't uh, have started my journey with him uh, out of curiosity. Uh, my girlfriend was a Christian. I was not. And um, uh, I was troubled by her choices because she wanted to live a pure life. I couldn't understand that. But what triggered me uh, is that I was curious why there are so many religions on this world. Why there are so many um, uh, religions that they say they, they are the right religion and everyone else is wrong. And then I thought to myself, and there was another curiosity, what, uh, what religion God has? Is he Pentecostal? Is he uh, uh, Baptist? Uh, what is he? Uh, and, and I wanted that. So out of that curiosity, I started reading the word. I started seeking him. I even thought myself, is he alive? Is he truly a living God? Uh, and I tell you, when I start seeking him, I, I was very honest about uh, finding him because I thought if he's alive, he will be found. And if I seek, I will find him. And uh, by his grace, uh, by his kindness, he um, just uh, opened my heart and opened my eyes and I could... Uh, uh, truly experience a living God. And uh, it was by far the best decision I ever took in my life to, to, to totally and openly give my, my heart to him. And uh, it's been a, an amazing 27 year uh, journey with him. And um, uh, it's just, I mean, even to today, that seeking, that power of seeking uh, transformed my life because I got to know Jesus. And, uh, uh, now, I remember uh, one of my staff now, he's one of the most effective staff. Uh, when um, he came to Teen Challenge as a troubled uh, young man, uh, heavily addicted, um, um, he um, was in trouble. Police was uh, after him. He raped his wife. Uh, he had a restriction order. Uh, he was, um, um, uh, how do you call it? Uh, when you are forced to leave the army, he was in the army. 
So he they forced retirement, and so he he came to Dean Challenge, and uh, of course he he was like a madman. He had uh, three committees saying that he's um, he's going to be sick uh, for the rest of his life, mentally sick for the rest of his life. So he's he, he was like a lunatic. So when he entered Dean Challenge, and uh, again I'm talking about the the power of of seeking the Lord. I've I've always. Uh, challenged him to to try the Lord, to seek the Lord more than anything, because, because he, he was like, there is no God, you know, look at around, look at my life, look at, the, and you see, there's no God. And I say, oh, well, um, seek, seek to see if he, if he is alive. And he said, oh, we, uh, I'm curious if he's alive, if he will make my wife, my former wife, because she divorced him, come to Teen Challenge, to visit me and to reconnect with me. And he starts crying because he is missing her, although he, he did crazy things to her. She, he loved her and uh, he's missing his son. So he was, uh, he was really looking forward to, um, to, to see his wife. And um, I didn't know how to get a hold of her. I had no, uh, he didn't have her phone. She changed, of course, her, her number, um, but, that very evening, she called Teen Challenge and asked if she can visit her husband, Julian, her uh, former husband. Uh, and I, I just simply cried. And I told him, he cried. She came to visit him a few days later and um, they reconnected. He finished, the, he graduated the program. He became an intern. Now he's for staff for many years. Um, there's, uh, he, they remarried and they're... Uh, just an amazing, amazing family. And he's serving the Lord. They both are serving the Lord. She gave her life to Christ. Now she's um, uh, an, just an amazing uh, minister, an amazing uh, worker at the House of Joy Teen Challenge Women's Center. So everything started when he wholeheartedly seek the Lord. And uh, he found the Lord. So there is power in seeking the Lord. And, and David says here in this psalm, seek him. And he says, when I sought, thought him, sought him, when I seeked him, he answered me. And uh, not only that he answered me, but David said, he delivered me from all my fears. And Jesus delivered me from all my fears. He delivered Julian, the, the, the staff that I was telling you about, from all his fears, gave back his mind. And uh, he, he's uh, such an anointed man of God uh, in that. That's, that's what God does. He changes us from inside. But there is power in seeking. There is power in worshiping. And then, and then the, the Psalm 34 goes uh, on and says in verse 7, The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. So he talks about uh, how the Lord is protecting us from, from deep trouble. And uh, when we fear him, and the fear of the Lord is... It's so misunderstood because it's not a fear that he's going to smack us or he's going to be after us. It's just an amazing fear. It's, it's the end of all the other fears. The day you start fearing the Lord is the day when any other fear will vanish uh, because it's power. There's power in the fear of the, and that's the third power, the power of fearing the Lord because, again, nothing stops him from delivering us and from protecting us because he's the Lord over all the troubles. 
But what is our part is, is to trust in him, to believe in him and to, to access the power of worship by worshiping and then acts, uh, uh, access the power of fearing the Lord by fearing him. And it means everything I do, I do with a, with a thought in mind, would God approve what I do now? And that's why it's so important to know the word, word of God, because once you know his will, yeah, the secret of, uh, of uh, uh, being protected and, and being wise is fearing him and actually fulfilling his word. And, um, and then the power of seeking him, being hungry, being thirsty for the truth, uh, because we don't know what the truth is until we meet Jesus. I'll keep going on to, to the... Uh, to verse number eight, and it says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. See, when we're in trouble, we run away from God, but we should run to him. Even if we created the trouble, we, we, when we create the trouble and you look in, in, the, in, the, um, in the garden of Eden, uh, once we, we sin, we're running away from God. But he's teaching us here, take refuge in him. Go to him, repent, and, and, and just be with him again. And with all your heart, go to him. And um, let, me, let me read you a verse uh, in uh, closing this. Um, the righteous, verse 17, the righteous cry out and the Lord's, Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. The righteous person, verse 19, the righteous person may have many trouble. And indeed, it, uh, even if you serve the Lord, even if it's, we go to, in this life, we go to all these troubles. Look at what's, what happens just in the last uh, months and then even in the last days, it's a lot of trouble. But it says, hey, you may have many troubles, but the Lord, it says here in verse 19, the Lord delivers him from them all. Who delivers us from our troubles? Him, the Lord, because he's the Lord of all things. And he's also the Lord of all troubles. And he's with us. And and and. And if you remember in uh, what he said right before he went to, to be with the father, and right now he's with the father, what he does right now, he intercedes for you and me. He intercedes for you students that, uh, that you will receive grace, that you will receive strength, that you will receive anything you need to keep going and to keep growing and to keep being and allow him to transform you, to renew you. So when you get out of there, you have all the freedom, you have uh, access to anything, but you will live a life that will be worthy of God, that you will, you will just be filled with the Holy Spirit, which means being filled with peace and joy and love and, and, and patience and kindness and all the rest of the fruit of the Spirit. Uh, just allow him to do that. But uh, Jesus right now, once you uh, seek him, once you worship him, once you fear him, and, uh, and uh, the fourth one is that you pray to him. And the power or the secret of, of prayer, it's powerful. You know what's the secret of prayer? 
It's actually praying. We, we think too much of prayer. We, we philosophize about prayer. We, we preach about prayer, but we pray very little. But I tell you, blessed is the person that instead of just going through a lot of uh, things, uh, allowing fear and thoughts, crazy thoughts to, to in you, she stops and he starts praying. And just those, the most amazing prayers are the sincere, uh, uh, you know, to the point prayers. Those are the kind of prayers that the Lord appreciated. And, and we feel like we pray when we say, Lord, help me. I feel like I'm at the end of my strength. Uh, I feel like I, I don't know what to do. Help me. And it's amazing what happens because he's a supernatural God. And he is living God. He's powerful. And the Lord is right there interceding for you and me. And right before he went up to be with the Father, he said that those are his words. That I, he was given all authority. He was given all power in heaven and in earth. So when, when the Lord of God says that the Lord will deliver us from all the troubles, I choose to believe. I choose to trust him. I choose to fear him. I choose to worship him. I choose to pray to him. And I choose to stay faithful. And I pray that you and I will finish well. Will be the day when the Lord will look at us, well done servant. And that we will enter the eternity. The very reason we are created. To be with God eternal, for eternity. You are in the right place. You are doing the right thing. And I tell you. I'm so looking forward to 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 get uh, to to be back with you in in California and to see some of you here in Romania and serve him together worship him together pray to him together fear him together and just uh start eternity right here God bless you guys have an amazing spiritual emphasis and know that you are very loved and you are prayed for from here in Romania Love you. Thanks for choosing the Teen Challenge of Southern California podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet, do it today. It's easy. Go to wherever you get your podcasts, click on our icon, and hit subscribe. A new podcast filled with godly encouragement, spiritual instruction, and teaching comes out every week. God bless you today.